Welcome to Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies, coming to you from the 2023 Fall Conference in Austin, Texas, in our last day of full conference programming. And oddly enough, we're going to bookend our podcast the same way we did the spring convention. We had a conversation with Javier Baudor, who's Chief Executive Officer of BST Global. We talked about AI, and actually Javier... Uh, we talked about this. We said, hey, let's check in in the fall and see exactly where we were the last time um, and that we're going to do it again. In the spring, you had a standing room only conversation with uh, attendees on the promise and opportunities of AI. Now we're looking at implementation. How do firms actually harness the potential of this technology? Give us a snapshot of what your presentation to our firm executives was this time. Well, great to be here Uh, again, uh, Jeff. Thank you for for having us. Super excited to be here uh, in support of ACEC and with their wonderful fall conference. Really, I I spoke uh, similarly uh, to how AI and big data are going to transform the AEC Mm -hmm. industry. And certainly there are a number of... uh, inspiring statistics in terms of what this will all mean uh, that I'll get to perhaps uh, in a bit. And then we, we talked about uh, the how. What are the types of things uh, and decisions that one should consider mm-hmm. as the approach embracing uh, these emerging uh, technologies? And then I really concluded with some takeaways that hopefully we'll yeah. have a chance to, uh, to summarize for your audience here as well. You know, we, we've been talking to some industry leaders about this and, and, and the emergence of these technologies. It's really spurred us to get a technology committee established to take a look at these technologies, both the promise, the opportunities, and the, the, a positive outlook. We see these as things that are transformative but will help the industry as long as we stay ahead of the curve. And then recently we did a podcast with power engineers about implementation and how they do it. and. And, and really the, the fact that you need policies and procedures in place to actually implement the technologies and, and, uh, and get them in the right position to benefit the firm. From your position, what do you think firms need to do to start applying AI beyond chat GPT only, but AI machine learning, these things, into their operations in, 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 in the safest and most effective way possible? Great question. I, I think, first of all, needs to set the backdrop and, mm-hmm. and some context. Um, you know, quoting Amy Webb from Future Today Institute, mm-hmm. AI is a system-level uh, evolution disruption of the yeah. utmost magnitude. So when a firm goes out to set their tactics and their strategies and their vision, they need to contemplate the long game. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is one of those system-level uh, disruptions. So really there are, there are a few steps that I would recommend in terms of how do you, how do you start. It begins with the premise that um, the engineering business is no more. Mm-hmm. The engineering business is a data business, yeah. in, my, in my humble opinion. If you believe that, uh, then you have to develop a data strategy. Mm-hmm. And the data strategy must be aligned with your business strategy, mm-hmm. naturally. And then the next uh, obvious question becomes, who's going to lead this? Mm-hmm. And... Um, we did some recent research with regards to uh, how many chief data officers are there in the ENR top 100. Any mm-hmm. any, uh, any guess, Roger? Uh, in the ENR top 100, I'd say less than 20. Good answer. It's mm-hmm. five. Yeah. It's five. Um, such a strategic direction for our industry 
uh, to have only five at present. I'm sure mm -hmm. there, there are more being contemplated. But you need the right leadership to, to establish that data strategy. From there, once that's established, uh, you've got to go to the business model. Yeah. What is that going to look like for our industry, which mm -hmm. is hours-based? I believe it's a monolithic business model mm -hmm. that will change. When you start to see efficiency improvements on the order of magnitude of 40%, according to Goldman Sachs, yeah. for, our, for, uh, for the AE industry, what is going to happen to that business model mm -hmm. where that efficiency, is it going to be transferred to the client or is it going to be retained? Yeah. If it's going to be retained, um, then you're going to need to uh, commercially do business in a different way, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps lump sum or subscription billing yeah. or something like that. So it's going to be a huge change to the business model. From there, I would go into what are the legal risks um, mm -hmm. that are contemplated. Yeah. When you need to start, in my opinion, with the, the fact that people are using ChatGPT. Independent of company policies, it's being used. Mm -hmm. So who owns that work product? Yeah. Who owns that data? Because if, if the consulting engineering firm is giving away um, that data asset, it's uh, revenue is walking out the door. But clearly need to understand the legal implications of that work product. And then lastly, um, you know, how's it going to be delivered? Yeah. Um, the skill of an engineer is going to be much broader in the in the mm -hmm. very near future. It's not just an engineer; it's a software developer, it's a yeah. data analyst. Mm -hmm. So, what kind of skills does the future worker uh, need, and how are you going to keep score? You know, how are you going to measure success and the like? So, a lot to unpack yeah. there. There's a lot to unpack, and I want to take a couple steps back because when you talk about the limited number of chief data officers within the ENR top 100, now some firms will say, well, I got a, I have a head of IT. I have a chief information officer. What's the difference? So explain how a chief data officer in that specific role differs from the traditional just IT infrastructure framework and, and management. It, it's a specialized thing that is becoming much more embraced by industry but in your words, how would you describe that unique role? Yeah, I mean, not taking away anything from CIOs mm -hmm. or CTOs. We're seeing some CTOs where data, uh, a data officer sits underneath a CTO, but I'll speak to the skills of a, a chief data officer. These technologies are uh, amazing. Mm -hmm. And understanding not only the algorithms, the machine learning models, how to structure data, un how to handle unstructured data, to set up Azure data lakes, mm -hmm. big data environments. One of the biggest challenges right now in, in that we talk to member firms and, and the industry at large is these silos of data. Think about it as your ERP data, your CRM data, your HCM data, BIM data, and the list goes on and on. Somebody as a core responsibility needs to own that. And I would argue that um, the foundation of any AI strategy mm -hmm. is data. So mm -hmm. you have to have a conscious big data strategy that begins with 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 leadership in that particular area. Yeah. So either a, a chief data officer or a data protection officer, someone who is in charge of managing the data, not only managing the data but understanding whether whether or not it is confidential, whether it's open source, how it's managed and handled for for both you know client safety, legal exposure, and the like. That's where it really differs from your CTO or your CIO, who's looking more at the security of the infrastructure. Uh, the data officer is looking at what's contained within that infrastructure and how is that managed and handled. Security, big thing. Yeah. Security is a huge um, 
huge issue and understanding again where does that data sit uh, big challenge with chat gpt obviously was in the public domain and yeah now with you know azure open ai mm -hmm. service and chat gpt enterprise um, it's not uh, by coincidence that that's happening because the serious blowback and 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 pushback i might add is that the concern is that they don't want their data in the public domain that is exactly. clients and, and sensitive um information so you're we're in the very very early innings of mm -hmm. of how chat gpt interplays with um with large data large language models and, and and data at large so that big step forward in yeah. terms of bringing it into the four walls of an organization uh, with those announcements. Especially smaller firms need to be cognizant of that because, of course, the push to use these applications is great. To your point, you shouldn't assume that your employees aren't using it. They're going to take advantage of the technologies that are out there. You need to stay ahead of it, and you have to understand whether, whether or not your platforms are open source or not. And, and, and not every firm can create their own proprietary software, um, especially these uh, you know large... Uh, language library uh, that have to go into a successful, you know, AI program. So it's understanding that legal exposure um, and having policies in place, I would imagine, that are kind of in line with, you know, um, it's not just a, a department of uh, IT or technical department decision, it's a legal department decision. You have to have these policies that are robust and you have to understand who's using the technology and in, 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 in what way and who owns it at the end of the day. Um, you know, to your point about the future workforce, I've asked a couple of different firms, and they all have roughly the same answer, which is that as these technologies come on board, you're going to have, of course, the engineers who are required to sign on the line, and they have to be professional engineers and licensed. But the number of people to be hired to interpolate that data and make sure the data is being handled correctly to get the end result for these AI models. I mean, what should firms be doing right now to be thinking about future hiring for the non-engineer software developer software side of the world? I think it's an awesome opportunity uh, to recruit mm -hmm. because uh, I've heard for so many years that um, engineers are in decline. They're being lost to tech industry. Mm -hmm. Well, I might argue um, that this is tech with a purpose. Mm -hmm. This industry is shaping the world, going to save the world, yeah. I, I believe. And what about melding tech mm -hmm. with purpose? Yeah. And um, what a recruiting tool that would be. So I, I think positioning um, these emerging technologies, training to mm -hmm. these emerging technologies, and leveraging them uh, and building that talent within the, the worker of tomorrow is a way to bring and entice and say, you can not only work with these cool emerging uh, data models and, and uh, chat GPT mm -hmm. and big data and all these things, and certainly uh, in an engineering context, but you can change the world at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what's been the reception so far when you present these ideas at a conference like ours? What do people come up and say after the fact to you? And, you know, what, 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 is there one question that sticks out or is repeated a lot? Well, I, I think it's just interesting yeah. because the amount of energy, uh, momentum, I guess is the mm -hmm. word that, that comes to mind. You know, we, we've been speaking to this for two to three years and the light bulb has gone off. Yeah. I, I mentioned to you back yep. in, in June, 
it, it's at a whole nother level right mm -hmm. now. Uh, a lot of that is attributed to generative AI, ChatGPT, mm -hmm. these, you know, the, the advent of these types of technologies uh, and, and others that, that are coming along. But I, I think overall is I, they're now understanding what the domain is. It's now shifting into what do I specifically do next? And what I always advise firms to do is not become intoxicated mm -hmm. with these cool uh, technologies, yeah. but rather select a few core use cases uh, that are discrete in scope and mm -hmm. solve big problems. And um, start there and build some core competency uh, and lean into those particular things versus trying to do these huge endeavors. But it all mm -hmm. comes down to getting your data strategy foundationally yeah. right. I, was, I stressed it twice yesterday during my remarks. Mm -hmm. There is no AI without a foundational data strategy yeah. and um, arguably data that's clean. So and that has to be part of your corporate strategic planning. And, and, and to your point, I think that, you know, what we hear a lot from firms is that they're starting it in the marketing departments. They're starting it in the, the uh, overhead areas where if you can cut the amount of time it takes to use a, to create an RFP response or, or, or in going after business development by using employing ChatGPT, at least that's an internal overhead issue, then you don't have to worry about client exposure. Um, is that kind of what you're seeing first as adoption and then spreading into the business? Yeah, I, I, I think that's where ChatGPT started. Yeah. I, I think it's going to go into, into three core areas. Mm -hmm. uh, advanced data analysis, mm -hmm. big opportunity yeah. there. Uh, you know, certainly uh, removing or eliminating, reducing repetitive processes, think mm -hmm. in the project management arena, and then it's going to come right into design to lower yeah. the cost of design. So uh, it's, it's, it's there now. I think it made its entree and mm -hmm. uh, into, you know, writing blogs, emails, yeah. those kind of things, but it, it's going to go into a much deeper construct within uh, an engineering consultancy and, and, and the world at large. And it's only going to get better. I mean, that, and that's the thing it's, it's one of those technologies that is uh, good, and it's only going to get more precise. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's always going to need uh, uh, there to be a need for that human element, that engineer at the end of the day who had, because, you know, as much as we like to think about technology displacing things, it's not going to displace us fully because you're dealing with things that, that, that result in, in human safety and, you know, just public safety. And you're always going to need that individual to be able to sign on the line and say, yeah, this design is correct. It might have helped you reach the conclusion of the design, but the individual still has to sign. Um, so that's good. We'll still need engineers, but engineering firms might look more like data companies now in the future than they do now. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, the, the role of the engineer will never go away. I, yeah. I would never suggest that uh, because there is, uh, failure is not an option. Lives mm -hmm. are on the line yeah. on, and bridges and, and core infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Um, so that that will not go away. The 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 role as it relates to the technology. So there will be yeah. a strong QAQC mm -hmm. review process um, because these these large language models are not perfect, uh, yeah. nor near perfect. So there's a a, a strong um, dimension of review mm -hmm. quality um, that, in my opinion, will will never go. It's just a matter of yeah. degrees, right? It, that's the big debate: is mm -hmm. is the the work product. 40% automated, mm -hmm. uh, is it 50% automated? Some have argued into well into the 80s and 90s over a decade oh, to, 15, yeah. you know, to 15 years. So mm -hmm. uh, one can argue, but at any anywhere in that spectrum, mm -hmm. it's massive yeah. in terms of the, the potential impact from a, mm -hmm. an efficiency and productivity perspective. So you're holding an event this spring. 
That's true. Talk about that and uh, and what people should know about that. Well, um, with everything that's mm -hmm. going on with AI, we wanted to host an mm -hmm. AI summit. It will take place on April 16th through mm -hmm. the 18th in Clearwater Beach, Florida. And our goal with it is to bring the preeminent design, engineering, and environmental consultancies mm -hmm. from all over the world to talk about this very issue yeah. and what they're doing in very practical terms mm -hmm. with generative AI, chat GPT, big data, AI, machine learning, mm -hmm. and how they're applying it in their everyday work product, yeah. um, how they're going to run their businesses, how they're going to manage uh, you know, deliverables for their clients and the like. So we're super excited. been a tremendous mm -hmm. response uh, to, uh, to the event. And it's the first of its kind. Mm -hmm. It will be the largest symposium uh, for the the built environment. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited about it. Yeah. Uh, personal invitation to you and and ACEC yeah. to, to uh, absolutely join us. well, especially with our technology committee. So it's something that we should definitely look at. I would imagine people can just go on the uh, bstglobal.com yes. and then bstglobal.com yeah. forward slash AI Summit. Fantastic. We'll catch you there. Great. Well, I, Javier, I, I I appreciate you coming on the program and kind of let's let's just just make a thing about this. Let's, let's do it. Every conference we have to have a talk about where things stand, um, and I think that we did have some of our freelancers in the room when you were presenting. So hopefully we'll have a little bit more content on that. But yeah, let's do it because we got to keep our pulse uh, finger on the pulse of this stuff. And I I, I think that. Uh, uh, who knows what we're going to be talking about a couple of months from now, post-summit when we get into the spring. So you're holding your event in April. We're holding our spring event in May. Talk about that and, and, and it. take it from there. Thank you for what you do, and thank you for what ACEC does. Fantastic conference here in beautiful Austin. So look yeah. forward to uh, next May with All you. All right. Next uh, next next May in D.C. And DC. April. And April, in, April in Florida, May in D.C. Done. Let's do it. Wonderful. And once again, this has been Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. We'll see you next time.